Hello, hello. My name is Kim Addis. I am the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching, and you have just joined the Frame of Mind Coaching podcast, where we invite leaders from all over the world to come onto the podcast and get coached live and in person. Today, I do have a live one. His name is John Mountner, and he is the president and founder of an organization called Cycle of Success Institute. I call it COSI. He calls it? COSI. COSI. <laughs> John, welcome. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Love the show. Thank you. So where are you? Where are you in the world? Currently, I'm either in Vegas, Miami, or Chicago. Today, you caught me. I'm in Chicago. Chicago. You know? Got it. It sounds like you live a fun life. I do. I have to say for the last 20 or 30 years since I've been an it's my 30th year as an entrepreneur. Wow. I have to keep going because nobody's going to hire me. So I just have to keep going. Um, I can so relate to that. <laughs> you know, and uh, it's it's been an incredible adventure. I have to say that the things I've done, the people I've met, um, places I've gone and experienced that it's, it's always somewhat surreal. And that means I guess I'm doing the right things and sort of living the dream as much as I possibly can, because it's just no rehearsal. You, you know, every day is important. You know? You're a hundred percent right. So tell us a little bit about COSI. What is it? Uh, who do you serve? What is it for? What's your target market? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it. Sure. I'll give you a quick little background. So when I was in my mid twenties, um, I quit my job in corporate America. I really couldn't sit in a cubicle and live my life that way. And after 20 or 30 years, I get a watch and say, thanks for letting me suck your life out of you. So I decided to uh, quit my job and I started my first company and I had no idea what I was doing. I was stupid, foolish, um, no entrepreneurial background, no business acumen per se. Um, but I had a big dream and a vision. And in any case, to flash forward, five years later, became one of the 500 fastest growing companies in the United States. And uh, people had asked me all the time, you know, how is it possible you accomplish that in such a short period of time? And I said, well, I have a philosophy, I have a system. And, you know, the, my, my friends and colleagues were, you know, people I knew, business owners, they said, well, can you show me how you did that? And I said, sure. So I taught them a simple four-step system and their businesses flourished and grew. And I kind of became this accidental business coach. I mean, people would always ask me, how do you, uh, how can I grow a very profitable, high growth company? And so I just started making it my life's mission 20 years ago, just to start teaching other fellow entrepreneurs how to build a very profitable, high growth business. And so I developed a system and I and I just uh, have spent the last 20 years teaching thousands of owners of companies uh, a very simple approach to growing their businesses ex exponentially. And uh, so that's uh, what COSI is. It's a business coaching program. Um, we have entrepreneurs that are single business owners. We have companies with 500 employees. It just depends. And, and we work with them uh, over the course of weeks and months to uh, teach them how to fish. So I'm not going to give them a fish because if they if I give you a fish and you, you're hungry, you're going to need another fish. But if I teach you to fish, you can feed yourselves forever. So that's really what I'm doing. Yep. We have a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners who do listen to the podcast. How do people find you? And usually I save that for last, but let's let's do it now. OK, um, they can go on my website, which is learn, L-E-A-R-N, um, They can tip, just pick up the phone and call me, 312-371-7929. Uh, they can go on Amazon. Uh, and if they call you, they, they get you directly? That's my cell phone. Wow. Yes, they can call me directly. 
we well, talked to me. Now I know so how to find I, you. I love calling when I get a phone call from a fellow entrepreneur. I know, I know exactly. And um, and you know, I, I'm also a number one best-selling author. Um, and you can go on Amazon and uh, look up the book called the the T H E Profit P R O F I T Pattern. P-A-T-T-E-R-N. And I wrote this book a few years ago and in 24 hours, it became the number one best-selling business book on Amazon. And it really talks about the 10 things that every business that I've ever worked with has, has in common that are killing their companies. These are the common 10 things that every company, I mean, imagine I, I, I work with thousands of businesses and they all identified their top 10 biggest challenges. And I discovered that they were all the same. Why is a why is a law firm and an architect and a restaurant and a manufacturing company all the top top ten problems? So I wrote this book just because it it was a, something I thought people would have an interest in, and I had no idea that you know in twenty four hours it became the number one best selling business book on Amazon. So, Can you give me an example of one problem that is common among all these companies? Just communi- one. Yes, communication. Communication okay. is a constant, repetitive, reoccurring, costly company killer. And when I talk about communication, it could be from the bottom up, the top down, side to side, from the field to the office, from the office to the field, from the customer to the salesperson, the salesperson to the customer, all those little connections, if they're not perfect, it causes a lot of downstream costly problems for a company. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And and that's why we work with leaders and we help leaders communicate effectively, but also just become better leaders. And I, I have a I have a philosophy about communication. I'll share it with you. Please. Uh, uh, I remember not, I mean, several years ago, I had a client who, she wasn't quite a client yet. She was shopping around for a coach. And she came to me and she said, you know, I've spoken to many coaches. I've picked one, but okay, fine. I'll talk to you. And I said, okay, well, just tell me what's going on in your world. What's your greatest challenge? She said, well, I have a communication problem. I said, well, tell me what's happening. Describe the situation. And she was able to describe it with perfect precision. I understood her English perfectly. And I said, I don't think you have a communication problem. I think you have a thinking problem. Mm. Why? Because we think first, then we communicate. And very often it's the thinking that causes us to communicate in ways that are not aligned with our goals or our desires. And so when I said that, she's like, well, what do you mean by that? I said, well, what do you want? She's like, oh, I don't know. I haven't thought about that. I said, well, let's start there. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. what I've how discovered. Can you, how can you follow them if they're not communicating to you? If you, if you have a boss or your colleagues, if they're not communicating, you can't read their minds. So go ahead. Yes, I agree with you. But what, what I find is like uh, communication comes second. Thought comes first. And very often we try to fix communication by teaching people how to speak more effectively or how to how to write more effectively or how to mean what they say or whatever it is. And I like to step back from that and say, well, before we work on those things, let's really look at how you're thinking to see what it is that's coming out of your mouth and how it's coming out of your mouth or how perhaps it's not coming out at all. But let's look at your thinking first. And that tends to have a profound impact on communication at the end of the day. But tell me, you're on the Frame of Mind Coaching Podcast, and I know we're turning the tables. I know that normally you are the coach, but I get special privileges today. So what is your greatest challenge? Uh, if I had to pick one, 
uh, for, for my company, um, I would say, well, my biggest challenge is that it's managing growth. Okay. I think I happen yep. to be very fortunate to um, have companies that I've founded that have just grown like crazy. And um, if you're not managing the growth, uh, it can literally put you out of business. And I think it's an important thing. I know everybody say, oh, it's oh, poor John. He's got this problem of this company that's wildly successful and growing like crazy. But the reality is you can grow yourself out of business if you're not careful. I think that um, chasing what I call chasing a shiny object is a problem. Um, opportunities come to me all the time. And, you know, you, you, you deflect your focus on, should I look at that opportunity? Should I do this? And and versus really saying, you know, what is it that we really want to do with this company? What is our, going to be our focus? We can't be everything to everyone. What is our niche? Who are we? Um, how do we stick stay with the niche instead of, you know, finding shiny objects? You know, if you look at Apple as an example, great company, but every product they make, you could fit on a on a top of a dining room table. You know, they're not making cars or televisions or a hundred other products. They just narrow their niche. And I think the biggest challenge is, sticking with your niche and filling the niche and not trying to be everything with everyone. So let's go back to that for a minute. When you say my greatest challenge is uh, managing growth for you in particular, like you're this magnanimous personality, let's call it what it is, right? You're interesting, you're dynamic, you're well-spoken, you're out, you know, outspoken, but you have an excitement around you. There's no question about that. But when you look at yourself and you say, if, if, if it's really your challenge, my challenge is managing growth because we grow at a very, very rapid pace. How does that challenge affect you on a personal level? Uh, it's, well, it can be stressful <clears throat> to some extent. Um, it's, it's really, I, I've tried to make the companies that I own and operate not about me. I just want to be some guy on a beach somewhere, you know, the, so, so to manage growth, I have to have great people who are really well-trained and if they're not well-trained and, and I try and get people that are smarter than me and better than me. And, but I have to train them in our system and our approach of what we're doing. So I spend a lot of time training people and people have a tendency to want to sort of do things their own way versus the system that I've developed. Right on how do we really successfully coach and manage a company to help them be more successful. So it's it's managing growth by managing people who can just stick with the system and and not not go off and change everything. And it's if we're making if we were McDonald's, you know, we want everybody just to make the Big Mac the same way and make yeah. sure that you know and not change the way things work. And and that's a yeah. problem. Yeah. It's it's a bit tricky for you because it's funny. You started off by saying uh, basically you didn't use these words. I'm I'm using them for you. I'm unemployable, right? Like I'm right. I'm a guy who needs to go run my own show. I need to have right. I need to be the boss. I need to be the inventor, the creator, the visionary, and all that stuff. Right. And at the same time, you're a guy who says, "But I want to go live on a beach." And here's my phone number, so you can call me, right? right? And right. you're a guy who says, um. I want to be surrounded by all the smart people, right? right. But right. I just want them to follow what I say. That's right. You see some inconsistencies here? I, I do. I do. Well, there's, there's, there's the challenge, right? I mean, yeah. how, do, how do you work around that? Um, but, the, but 
you know, I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. You know, I know none of us are as smart as all of us, right? So, but I have a particular approach and it would be like me going to McDonald's and saying, I don't want to make the fries that way. I want to make them this way. And they're going to throw me out the door. So I have to, I, my challenge is getting people to follow the system so I can be on a beach. Well, I, I, and, and I, I propose to you this. I think that there are some people who are system followers and some people who are system shaker uppers. Right. And I think you kind of want a bit of both in your mix. Why? Because I think it's okay to have a system that's, that's effective and works. And I understand that I have a very particular coaching system and it's incredibly effective and it works. Right. But at the same time, I also want people who are thinkers who say, hey, you know, would this make the system a little bit better? Right. Or you have this system. What about this extra component? Yeah. Right. The people who bring a huge amount of added value to the table. I want that, too. Right. I do and too. So- you know, I, I have I have coaches all over the country that work for me in, in, in the United States. And I'm hoping to expand that all over the overall all, all around the world. Um, but before a coach can say to me, hey, John, I think we need to do it this new way. I just want them to get to learn the system first. Get good at this. I keep telling them, just learn the system and then come back to me with your great ideas. But unless you really understand what it is we're doing, how can you obviously make suggestions on how to improve it? And part of our approach and philosophy is continuous improvement. I am always um, teaching or we teach our clients how to constantly refine and improve and polish the diamond that their business is. Um, and so it's brighter and more successful all the time. But unless you know what how to do that, how can you ex- tell me that we need to improve it unless they've gotten good at it? So that's the challenge. That's why I have to go back to the training, make sure they can follow it and then get good at it and then come back to me with 10 improvements. I completely understand. And here's a thought. It's just a thought, right? Because I don't know your system. But the thought is that in the system, create a time frame for getting feedback and ideas. So that's part of the system. Learn the system, ace the system, do the system for two years. And then we're going to have a time where you're going to give me all the things that we could be doing better. And that becomes part of your system too. Right. I will never squish an idea that anybody gives me ever. Um, you know, and, and brand new coaches that I have that I onboard within a few days, they're like, have you thought about this? And you haven't really thought about that. And the answer is um, no, but let me consider that and see, let's, let's review that together. So I'm never going to say, I don't want to, I don't even want to hear from you until you've gone through a year's worth of working with me. I, I, you know, but because the people I I hire are very experienced professionals, but, and they've got a diverse background. So I want to apply those things. But at the same time, I want to kind of get them back to the basics to learn what we're doing. I know? totally understand. And in my case, that's why I don't hire coaches. I hire people who don't have that background. Right, right. <laughs> and right. in fact, they go through our certification program from scratch. And so I don't have to undo what people have already learned. But, yeah. uh, that, no, that's it's true. It's up, and one of the things I would say to a new coach that I would hire is, try and take everything you know and throw it out the window and just learn this approach. But it's hard for them sometimes. I totally get it. And that's why we start from scratch. But all I'm suggesting is that perhaps that there's a window built into the process where you get their feedback and input so that they know they will have an opportunity to give you what they're dying to share with you. Build it in. Yes. That's yes. just and an I, idea. No, and I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to tap into their um, potential. 
I think there's huge amount of untapped potential. Um, and, and I just don't want them to reinvent the wheel. That's all I'm saying. You know, I get so. it. I totally do. I really do. I love the fact that we're in the same kind of industry and you can be empathetic and you understand where I'm coming from because uh, well, that's the challenge, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it, it is a challenge, especially when you come up with a, a concept or a system that is effective, that you've seen work over and over and over again. And, you know, and you want people to stick to that program and also bring themselves to the, to the game, bring themselves to the party. And yeah. uh, I, I completely understand but you also want to create consistency and you want to make sure that the clients that they are serving, who are also your clients, are completely and utterly satisfied with what they're getting. So I understand that fine balance between, you know, allowing people to bring their personalities to the experience and at the same time following the protocols that you set out. I understand this problem. And again, my my suggestion to you in today's call or in today's uh, conversation is to create a space for them that they know they are going to get, whether that's, hey, we're going to meet together, you know, 10 at a time. And I want to hear all your thoughts. How do we improve this thing? What could we be doing different, better? What can we eliminate? What can we add? What can we subtract? All of that kind of stuff. But to create it in part of your, not onboarding, but continuous learning experience. So that you're also demonstrating that continuous learning too. Now, I think that's. I get all the coaches together once a week for uh, for a couple hours from all over the country. We're all together in one big group, and and I kind of call it a think tank. Um, and I and I always learn from them, and and you know I kind of feel like I'm being interviewed the entire time because they have so many questions. But it only means that I obviously need to do more training or reassure them or just give them the confidence they can they can succeed. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're doing a lot of the right things. I'm trying. I appreciate that. And, and uh, I love the insight. So I, I'm going to apply that and I'll get back to you and let you know how that give them that sort of that window and space to think, you know? Yeah. In fact, the window to say, I'm going to ask you questions and I want you to give me feedback. I'm going to take notes. Yeah. So turn the table around. Definitely. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's an idea. It's a thought. Let me know how it goes. Well, John? you know, thought, thoughts are very powerful. And I, and uh, you know, I, I, Love that insight. And I appreciate that very much. John, thank you so much for being willing to be a guest on my podcast. And more than that, thank you for being open to turning the tables and allowing me to be the coach. I know that, you know, it's it's definitely a different role for you. I appreciate it. Uh, for those of you who are listening, I hope that you took something away from this podcast. If you have a challenge that you want to share on the podcast, please reach out to me. I can be found at Kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. And if you have a challenge that you're not so willing to share on the podcast, but you do want to discuss, please reach out to me as well. Again, my email address is Kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. John, one more time, how do people find you? Uh, they, can, they can email me, john.mountner, M-A-U-T-N-E-R at learn, L-E-A-R-N-C-O-C.com. Or you can pick up the phone and call me, 312 312- Three seven one seven nine two nine. I have so, it. I wrote it down. I appreciate that. I'm going to yeah. text you right after we're done. I, you better. You stay in touch. <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting to know you better too. Please do. Thank you so much. And uh, I am sure we're going to be talking again soon. That's great. 